Welcome back to the Book People, where I interview people whose lives and careers revolve around books. I'm your host Ashwarya, and today we are going to talk about how books are taken to the screen. So I'm a huge binge watcher, and in the last few years, we have seen so many great shows and movies come out of books, like Sacred Games and Dash and Lily and Good Omens. So I'm here with Siddharth Jain. He's a book-to-screen expert who founded his own company based on 18 years of experience as a producer. So in two years, his company, which is called The Story Inc., has become the number one story company, and he has taken more than 140 books to screen, including, and this is my favorite, Chitra Banerjee Devakaruni's The Last Queen. So we're going to break down this whole adaptation process and talk about how book to screen is the next big thing in India. But before we do that, if you're a writer who's trying to develop your own book or write your own story idea, you can check out our writing mentorship program that can guide you through the process. And if you've already written your dream book, you can check out our editing services to help you get that book publishing ready. But for now, let's get back to Siddharth and let's see what he has to say about book to screen. Let's dive in. Hi Siddharth, thank you so much for coming on board. And obviously, your you founded in 2018. You founded Story Inc, which you call India's first story company. So I would love to know how you sort of took that decision to start this company. You know, and what was your thought process behind it? So firstly thank you for having me on the show really excited to be part of this yes. um well i started this company uh primarily because i figured that there's a problem in terms of everybody's looking for a story and i've been sensing this problem since a decade but at that time there was no ott and uh, so there was this daily soap of films and yeah. uh, i should run a development company then and we should develop uh, stories and projects for our own use but towards 2017 you know when i was just on my i just finished my two years in hotstar i figured that you know with all the otts coming into the indian ecosystem there's lots of you know money and opportunity floating around uh, the large production houses have access to most resources but the resource that they most need is what to make and who will make it there were already established you know talent agencies in the business and so there wasn't need for another one but i thought nobody is solving the story problem for the producers and the directors and the whole industry at large so it was just a whim and i said okay and the moment i figured that i thought okay let me start a story company when i started the story company i actually just put a post on facebook and all my friends producers studio executives started reaching out and said oh you know that's great uh, can you help us find a story and then wow. i was like oh this is too quick i don't have story <laughs> so then so then i looked at books and i thought okay uh, because people don't read as much as they should and i've always been a book person so i started looking at books uh, which are suitable for screen and i started recommending and uh, you know 2 3 4 5 8 10 books and now almost 100 i don't know i lost count 130 and 40 books <laughs> i've sold the rights of for screen in the last 2 years so it's sort of taken its own journey its own form and shape and its own story of the story that's amazing but uh, you know that you were able to sort of see that there was this demand out there and because you had those connections already and you had those friendships i think that you know helped you sort of 
kick start your business sure. so quickly but in terms of you know the books aspect of it like you just said when you uh, realize that okay you have all these people asking you for stories but where do you find the stories how were mm. you able to reach out to did you reach out to authors did you reach out to publishing houses how were you able to connect to that aspect of the industry so i'll be very honest and frank like i always am i started reaching out to publishers but i didn't get any cooperation from the publishers very few because publishers were like they didn't understand this business hmm. their revenue from screen rights was hardly anything you know as per what i knew i mean they they used to do maybe 3 4 totally was the total number of deals that used to happen in a year so when i reached out they were not sure uh, how serious this is because they've always got a lot of inquiries but nothing happened to those inquiries so i then start stop chasing the publishers and i started seeking out books which i thought were interesting i reached out to those authors most of the authors that i reached out to fortunately controlled their own rights and i started with representing the authors i reached out to some literary agents and even they were they had a very kind of a mediocre response to this opportunity so basically i started with authors and the moment i you know did five deals for five authors word spread and then authors started coming on their own and now i barely have to reach out to an author most authors reach out to me i'm in a pretty fortunate spot in that way and uh, now life is easier now i've got a larger problem too many stories coming to me how do i pick <laughs> the ones that work for screen so it's kind of a bit lopsided now that was actually going to be my next question which was you know because there are so many stories out there yeah. and i also read that you know you obviously like you go with you go to publishers you go to authors who have published through traditional mm. publishing through publishers but you also really like to um, look at self published authors so when there is such a huge volume of books being published how are mm. you able to sort of um find what you're looking for and what is it that you're looking for what do you look for in a book see i look for those things in a book that a producer is looking for in a book and it's not about the book right it's about the story yes uh the most important aspect in our business is how to pitch what to pitch who to pitch you know when to pitch and the the key pillars of any story pitch right is the title of the story the cover of the book the synopsis and uh, the log line you know the hook of the story so i don't really read to uh, need to read the entire book to figure whether it's suitable for screen or not i can just look at the title synopsis and i can quickly make that decision whether this will work for screen or not and then once i shortlist the ones that work for screen then i dive into those books in greater detail to figure out is it good for a film is it good for a series is this the right time to pitch this story or should this should be pitched next year later so you know it's my own instinct and because i've been doing uh, story and script development since 17 18 years now so i understand uh, what it takes to take an idea to screen and what ideas make it to screen what are the hurdles that ideas and stories will face so i try and you know use all of that experience and instinct and make my own calls which are driven by primarily gut i don't have any database i don't have any formula 
there's no artificial yeah. intelligence at play so there's no <laughs> yeah. you know like there are no fancy things that i use i just use my experience instinct knowledge and just try and connect those dots i i find stories something that are very interesting and so i love that you've been able to capture that and i you know i like what you said about how it's instinctive how your decision about whether a book will a story will can uh, be converted into um something for the screen is very instinctual because i think that's also how readers pick books right how readers decide to decide which book to read because i know mm. we say don't judge a book by its cover but we very much judge books by its covers that's a that's how the covers exist right and it also made me think of how what you're doing is very similar to what i would say like a commissioning editor does right because even within publishing pitching is so important when yeah. authors uh, submit their pitches to publishing houses in order for their books to get published they're definitely looking at you know they're doing the exact same things right they're looking at the hook they're looking at the title they're looking at is this the right time to publish this book and how do we publish this book and will it work so i love that those there are these parallels between how you know those two industries work and at the same times the um, what works in the two industries can be very different so i think most publishers are clueless when it comes to what will work for screen they keep focusing on their uh, literary books and you know best sellers which actually might not be suitable for screen so you know there's a very, there's a big divide in the two worlds because the audiences are different the most yeah. avid readers may not be the most you know avid streamers so there is a distinction there and uh, hence there's been a big gap between our industries in india between the publishing and the content industry all these years uh, so are there you know you're saying literary books might not do that well on screen but are there certain genres or types of stories that you think do well on screen so that's like staple crime real stories uh, all of those things are uh, the lower hanging fruit Mm-hmm. and then you've got uh, the other you know genres which are sort of playing catch up for example horror there isn't too much in horror in the publishing world you know in india and it's yeah. it's usually it's just you know different kinds of thrillers lots of thrillers because i remember reading an article in which you had also mentioned thrillers and i think you had mentioned romance is also sort of as well so romance is difficult because if you see uh, romance are primarily dramas right love dramas yeah. they don't have the simpler binge hooks in their stories right so they work more for movies and then to to drag our audiences in movies you need to have their favorite stars with the popular music so in the book yes. story is always not the best format to pick from but yeah you know but i think for series a uh, love romance has been a very very slow uptake uh but for films there is potential but now in this world of covid i don't know how soon we'll be back in the theaters and how soon that business will thrive again yeah that's true i was also thinking of you know for me personally um i've really gotten into speculative fiction through watching um like watching series or watching netflix but because i started watching a lot of these shows you know uh, like good omens or dog mm. gently and that got mm. me into reading more speculative fiction i think it's so interesting how there is this also this kind of symbiotic relationship where obviously um shows or series or movies 
need stories or content from books often times to work but also when a book gets adapted into a series or a movie that also really helps the book out i mean that um that increases the sales of the book you know or that sort of boosts the publishing industry so you would think yeah. that they would work more in tandem you know as two industries that can help each other out but they don't <laughs> but see that's exactly the opportunity there is you know it's it's such a tremendous opportunity to uh, to find a way to you know collaborate between both these two very diverse worlds and that's what i'm trying to do my whole goal and focus is really to to find ways to get deeper collaboration the the biggest hurdle i always face uh, in the movie industry people are really flexible they're fast they are more enterprising uh, the publishing industry is really slow very sluggish to change they have very fixed ways of thinking and the, the the challenge more is you know i have to spend a lot of energy in trying to work with them to look at the opportunity and it's really easy on the media side actually uh, you know bombay uh, especially bollywood is very very uh, i mean at least i find it really easy to work with them and mm. it's kind of you know it's not a challenge at all the friction you know places are really really few but i just hope that the publishing industry can wake up and really look at the potential because there is only limited talent in the movie business in the content business so we need more writers we need more storytellers and publishers are a, you know they're a great source for us to find writers and authors so it's it's a tremendous opportunity of the decade actually i would say you know between 20, 2020 and 2030 yeah. we can really make a very very big leap if you know we are all, all aligned on this journey <laughs> but we don't really see any other organizations or people also doing the same i mean bluntly asking how are you successful where others aren't yet so firstly i think a lot of people are trying to do what i'm doing especially in the last one year a lots of people are doing so but i just think that uh, there are two things right they look at this as an opportunity for me i didn't look at this as an opportunity it's something that i am very passionately excited to solve a problem for me you know when i started this it uh, the business model didn't make sense till date it really does not make sense but because this is not my primary source of revenue in the story company uh, you know it works for me because uh, the fee from placing books is not much so that's not a business model that works so people are trying only to figure oh this is not as lucrative as we think but what i i think do differently is that most companies look at this as an agency commission business and they have agents you know who work reach out to authors and then to publisher uh, publishers and producers share catalogs share book lists and that's what they do i don't do that i don't have a list if you'll ask me oh is there a list or catalog of the story inc i don't i don't have a single list what i do is a very personal curated boutique solution that i find for a producer which is a story solution to his content strategy so if a producer comes to me i understand that producer's world i know what talent he has access to what opportunity he wants to tap into i understand his business because i know that business and then i use my mind as a producer because i've been a producer since 17 18 years a development producer then i use that layer to find the right story that will serve his his content strategy 
and i then help him also find the right writers to adapt it the right director maybe even help him get the funding from studios or otts so i handhold them through the whole process as a producer as a creative producer as a consulting producer so that so it's a very different approach from an agency yeah. and to what i do so what does a day or a week for you look like oh it's really exciting <laughs> my days are so exciting i i mean that's what sure. i i mean for me i wake up with okay what stories am i going to get in my new inbox uh, every day i get new emails in my inbox so i can check I ask the new how story. many also how many stories or books do you end up reading in a day or a week so you know i won't read i don't get time to read too many books i'm very selective about the books that i can read and i actually end up reading but i read a lot of uh, story synopsis and story summaries plot summaries uh, because for me it's very important to first read a plot summary and only the plot summary works when i actually read the book otherwise i can't read the book it's because that's also you know your producers are they like to read a synopsis a logline a summary if this works then you read the book so i end up reading maybe two to three four stories a day new stories a day a lot of my time actually goes in um talking to producers you know about uh what they are up to their development their projects in development how can i help them uh giving feedback on stories that are being written based on books so i would say about 80% of my time goes in the actual process of helping producers take a book to screen uh 20% goes in reading new material and primarily i am just uh, i mean i've got a call either with the producer or an author or another writer or a director and yes. i'm just talking story all day it's so much fun <laughs> so it's just story 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 uh some business work of course agreements are important in our business but primarily my day is actually a lot of fun i can't complain then i actually also watch content because that's also part of you know work so i have to go and stream a show on netflix and i call that work i have to go and watch a movie and it's work so it's a lot of hard work yeah things. i think it's the best of both worlds you get to read and you get to watch things and read and watch about either Actually, actually, I can overdose that, right? I can overdose on reading yeah. and watching, and actually pat my back. Good job done today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, But working you know, over yeah. time. So it's fun. I mean, I can't. I have no complaints. But do you read for pleasure? What do you like to read? Oh, for pleasure, personally, I read only nonfiction. It's only nonfiction. I usually read nonfiction autobiographies, and yeah, because I love to read about people and their journeys and personal experiences. So whether it's you know Reed Hastings or it's Warren Buffet or it's Peter Lynch, anybody. I mean, you know, a business books and all kinds of life journeys. Do you think you like reading nonfiction for pleasure because you're reading so much fiction for work? No, I've always been you know a reading uh, when I was a kid comic books, and after comic books, I just straight graduated to you know autobiographies of people. <laughs> so non-fiction has always been my, uh, you know, go-to, uh, you know, genre, and fiction. I like fiction, but it's just that you know, uh, non-fiction is more exciting because I can I know those people. So if I know Steve Jobs and I want to see how his life was, right. so it's really insp- it's really inspiring, and I love to see how people you know navigate their lives and you know how they do it with so much of 
hardship and hurdles because from the outside we only get to know of them when they're really successful but then yes. when you read about them you really know you know that's not how it is and for me that's always fascinating to see how different different people have succeeded in so many different ways so there's no formula there's no yeah. you know i'll do this and i'll reach here so everybody has a different journey and i really find that really fascinating for me the craft of writing screenplay is mm-hmm. more important to understand and know and read so i will probably read more scripts than read books or more plot summaries and more of you know episodic arcs and a different format of stories is, is actually what i read more than books so when you know you do pick a book to be adapted how does that work what is what are sort of the next steps that happen once the book is chosen so once i find a book that i like and i think is good for screen i first think who is the right producer for this so you know i operate like a very uh high profile shaadi.com you know <laughs> matchmaker like simi aunty from the, the show from match? netflix yes yeah who is the perfect match so i take great pride in connecting the dots so if a producer reaches out to me only then will i think you know what is the right story for him but if i find a book which i think is great i will keep that book with me and if i think that mr x is the right producer only then will i call that producer and say you know what here is this story for you have a look so i take uh, i don't like when um, you know i miss the target so like the first 100 books you know i may have pitched 110 books and i have sold 100 books so my strike rate is very high because i'm very very um cognizant of the fact that a producer will not i don't want to waste his time to read material and i don't want to be like anybody else because see uh one can go to any publisher and ask for the catalog go through the catalog and find a story for themselves but that's the effort that i save the producer right so yeah. for me it's very very important to curate and give them a solution uh, a five minute solution so it's really once that book is found the story is found then mm-hmm. i find the producer and once the producer is found and then a deal happens after that is when i also help them find the right a screenplay writer the right you know director who will be excited uh, to work on that story and it will help his career also to create something like this for screen so it's right. it's it's right through so it's step by step several steps of matchmaking in a sense yes several steps yeah, absolutely it's not producer, one no but it's also these sort of almost creating that team of people who would be perfect for that particular yes, story so absolutely. that's what i think i was wondering which is that once a book is selected is there sort of a, a screenplay writer that comes in and converts that book into a screenplay and then it sort yeah. of goes because for a screenplay the most primary important thing other than so many uh, you know the plot and characters is also it's made of action and dialogue action and dialogue yes. you know in a book you can keep go you, you can go inside the head of the character he's thinking this and then you go you, you can meander on screen yeah. you can't something has to move all the time every second there is movement and yes. there is regular dialogue in between that movement so writing for screen plays a completely different skill craft format expertise which needs to so that is where the you know the big kind of challenge lies is spotting stories which are in the form of books which need not always have action and dialogue in in your face but to figure will this be able to convert really well 
when we turn it to screenplay for action and dialogue so i i'm a writer as well and i have been writing for a really long time when i had to right. write a screenplay for a class in my undergrad which was screenplay screenwriting and i had to write a screenplay i had a very very difficult time writing it because hmm. it is a very different format and if it is not something that you are used to it's very difficult to not go into how characters are thinking and go into the character's right. head and just stick to action and dialogue like you said and follow yeah. that format i'm i'm thinking of this um i think it it recently came out as a netflix movie it's a book i am thinking of ending things as the mm-hmm. name of the book by ian yeah, yeah. and that is an extremely literary book like i mean it's horror but it's a book that really is capturing what is happening in the characters minds you know and i am very surprised that a movie like a book like that got made into a movie even though it is very sort of yeah but it is a terrific film i saw you know how it was made superbly directed and written and it does go into that you know that's why you know i would call it more of an art house uh, film mm-hmm. i'll call it more more for niche audiences it's not for everybody and so is the book so i think Yes. you know it can work it does work but you know then it's a it's a different approach it's a different filmmaker it's very filmmaker driven because not all film, filmmakers have the craft and the expertise to tell stories you know those right. kind of stories in the way that they do yes. it's a unique skill so currently how many um, pitches or submissions do you receive on a daily basis from writers authors i get about i would say on an average uh, 40 50 a month so maybe like a, an average of a, at least one a day on average more than one new so so what lot. stands out yes no it is a lot what stands yeah. out to you in a pitch you know or what makes a good pitch according the to the title you? the title is very important uh secondly i said the the blurb or the synopsis the five lines and you know so if those two things work uh and then then i would read a more detailed plot summary but for me the title and synopsis is really the most important parameter it's also how how audiences decide to buy a book yeah they look at the cover they'll check the blurb and see if it's for them Uh, we look at a trailer and a poster and we decide whether we want to watch the show or a film or not so those things are very important because they they uh, they will they have to survive the whole journey and at the end you're still selling the title and the synopsis to the audience in the form of a trailer and a poster so if that doesn't work then it, it's it's very difficult to make other things work but if that works then it gives us more fuel and more energy and more power to then put the other elements into place do you see the pandemic affecting or changing the way that or the kind of books that are adapted for screen mm, i'm like, not sure about the kind consumers consuming content differently see consumer habits will always evolve maybe with the pandemic uh, you know they're getting more and more used to uh, streaming content on demand from wherever they are instead of going out so that's on the habit side but also the pandemic is also been where people have watched and consumed maximum content like ever right compared to the yes. last so many years so there is peak demand 
but the supply has been choked because shoots had to be stopped the theaters are still shut so there is a big uh, crisis in the industry that we're going through and because of the crisis any financial crisis leads to uh, people don't take you know as much risk they become very cautious they don't want to start too many new projects in development so the industry will go through a a slowness and i have already been experiencing that in the last few months you know uh, the book to screen deals are drastically lower and uh, but that's i was expecting that to happen so you know so i think the next year will be tough in terms of volumes and uh, it's more important to focus on the projects that are already in the pipeline but are you also seeing more content about the pandemic i mean i personally have been avoiding all content related to the pandemic whatsoever but there are you know books coming out about the pandemic like mm. a, like a short story series by udyan mukherjee and you know other books as well which which are talking about sort of the experiences of the pandemic and what that has been like or oh, those kind of see? stories yes. no so i don't focus on those as much because for me either pandemic is not it over so we don't mm. know how it's going to pan out and how you know at what at what point will you say it's over and now we can reflect back and summarize what happened right kind of take stock be anything in screen no if you have to look at something by the time it will reach screen it will be 2 to 3 years from now so it's very difficult to think that oh this pandemic might be of great interest 2 or 3 years from now to audiences so mm-hmm. unless it's a short film short story that can be made in the next 2 3 months then it's fine mm-hmm. but i think if anything which is going to be of greater impact uh is a little too early also i haven't really come across a terrific story set during the pandemic which i think deserves to go to screen okay. so that was going to be my next question have you received are you receiving submissions and stories related to the pandemic few very few and and if you know authors ask me i don't you know encourage that because i don't encourage following a short term trend i feel that as a storyteller you have to stick to your roots tell stories which are most unique to you and they are your original voice don't don't fall prey to short term trends and things which are in vogue right now i mean i agree with you about the short term trends thing i don't know if i would call the pandemic a short term trend <laughs> well in the vaccination long term in terms of the impact the whole yeah of course but you know it's like people don't like today if somebody will say let's make a film on demonetization like uh that right. can't be the hook right it can't be the hook yeah. the hook will be who are the characters and what's happened to them what's the plot what's the story so hmm. i think these incidents will come and go for example if you look at the story of the, of the titanic it's the story of the characters it's a love story that works it's not the ship sinking that's also okay. important but if it was a badly written love story you know it would have been a waste sinking okay. that ship i think that's a great analogy like the pandemic being like the sinking ship right because it's it's almost the setting or it's okay. the it's the context in which the story happens but it can't be the hook of the story yeah absolutely what have you been reading or watching for pleasure during the pandemic mm. do you do you see your um, 
habits change or your preferences no my life is exactly the same my schedule is the same i generally don't meet people in i don't socialize i don't network i don't go out enough you know so i used to only go out uh, the only thing that is missing from my life is traveling because i would travel to all kinds of lit fairs and and film festivals mm. you know around the world so that's gone so but you know otherwise my life my my life is pretty much the same thankfully i just uh, i'm a very introvert person you know kind of a person i was just going to say that you know there's this there are these jokes about how for introverts this has been life as usual because they yeah, like exactly. it this way they like not absolutely going out or meeting people or doing anything i used to think i was an introvert but this lockdown has changed my mind because i miss going out <laughs> i miss talking to people so it's yeah. been i find so i anyway talk to people all the time so you know i'm not missing right, that right your work so much of your work is talking yeah. to people like for me fortunately because you know i'm my work involves primarily development of stories uh, you know working with writers uh, who are anyways working from home you yes. know all the time so for me all through the pandemic you know, touchwood you know uh, you know i've had more work than i can handle and so because of that my you know my hours of reading and streaming have have remained constant they haven't gone up and i just yeah so i'm kind of okay but so, i see people uh, around me they have mm-hmm. been obviously reading more and more than reading streaming i think you know india is a streaming country yes and the amount of content that we, that india and indians have consumed is phenomenal and that's great and that's great for the business that's great for all storytellers okay so um because we were talking about you know writing screenplays versus writing for books for writers that want to um write for screen i know that writing a book and then hoping it gets <laughs> adapted to screen is a very long winded process and dream to have but what would you recommend or what would you suggest what is a better way for writers to get their stories out so i think uh, some writers have a knack for writing for screen some don't so i know a bunch of writers who are authors who who started writing for screen 2 3 years ago they have practiced they have honed the skill they have learned the techniques the structures they have read on how to write for screen they have written for screen and the only process is to 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 write and try and not give up because it is a different skill that one has to create uh, you know create uh, you know like develop you know within themselves and uh, only do it if you're really good at it you know and if you are organically you get the format if not don't force fit it so a lot of you know a lot of authors talk to me about writing for screen i tell them to give it a shot you know write an episode write your book as a film script see mm-hmm. if it works and if it works if the results are good and you know if you show potential then just practice sometimes it might take you a couple of years of practicing and then you kind of are ready to be a professional screenwriter but it's not easy it's it's a difficult it's a different craft what is one thing that you think uh needs to change in publishing this can be over the next year this can be like long term but what is one thing that you think publishing needs to change in order to sort of 
adapt with the times or be relevant i think uh, being open to understanding how the media business operates and to be flexible and open to closer collaboration to and not be greedy because you know what's happened is that suddenly they think there's huge amount of money they don't understand the business their expectations mm-hmm. are unreal uh, they're not uh, the you know very easy to work with sometimes and that creates hurdles so i think being of an open mind to really build this as a long term source of revenue for them and not treat it like a short term spurt and you know let me get as much money as i can and and that's my goal so that attitude mm. you know if that shifts i think there's a lot of long term wealth creation for the publishers the authors and the filmmakers everybody the whole ecosystem has to grow and not you know kill each other you know yes we can't destroy the ecosystem right so we have to you know water it we have to uh, work together to make the ecosystem grow and that that growth needs the right intent attitude approach and and then it can happen you know that also made me think about language because hmm. i think when we talk about publishing in india when we talk about stories yeah. we usually talk about stories in english right so hmm. when you are reading pitches or stories or when you are pitching not pitching when you are hmm. <laughs> recommending your material yeah yes yeah, stories to uh, producers do you also look at non english language stories oh uh, it's difficult right because in the movie business in bombay is a very cosmopolitan city and yeah. every production house there are people from across the country who have come here to work somebody is from chennai somebody is from calcutta delhi bombay hyderabad so the single language that people find most easy to read material in is english that's why most hindi film scripts are written in english till at the last stage when you write dialogue in hindi so right. english really is the is the language that is common between you know everybody to read evaluate give feedback and consider so if i get a book in a regional language for mm-hmm. hindi it's very difficult but say maybe a tamil book for a tamil film in chennai can work but sitting in bombay it's very difficult to evaluate material that's not in in english what about indian stories but for an international market it's a very small it's a very small window of opportunity you know uh, most of these shows that uh, go to screen from the west so you know whether it's qna which became slumdog millionaire or a suitable boy or yeah. sacred games these are books of authors who who were their books you know made a mark internationally and they found you know you know agents in hollywood or in london and through those agents the book reached you know production houses there but otherwise right. it's not really like it's not a common thing for international producers to look for indian books oh yeah yeah hmm. i think with in india it's still a pretty growing market it's still nascent and so what are your plans for the future with the story inc or just for yourself well uh, we this year we also uh, you know moved into co-productions so we've got almost 20 25 books uh, in development for screen you know under the co-production model 
wherein we are also uh, part producers and the uh, the whole uh, the whole idea is to uh, make the process of a book to screen a more efficient uh, more uh, productive and uh, push for more and more producers to look at books as a source of story because there is a ready story so the goal remains the same is to solve the story problem uh, for the screen industry mm-hmm. and uh, uh, find as many new you know original writers and original voices that we can bring into the screen world and then take those stories to a you know wider audience through you know shows and films I think that sounds great. So now I just have a couple of questions. These are going to be more fun, rapid-fire kind of questions. Okay. If you can answer those. Okay. So the first is books or Netflix. Books. One book that you would love to see on screen. A book that I'm involved in, House of Jaipur. Okay. Well, I think it's like the crown of India. Okay. Nice. A book that you're not involved in but you would like to be. Like a book that you would love to take to the screen. Hmm. Well, I kind of enjoyed a suitable boy and I would have loved to be part of that process. And you know, uh, William Dalrymple's book uh his previous book I think is going to screen. I would have loved to be a part of that as well. and like all of his books so i'm not involved in any of his books but i think yeah. i love reading all of his books so i would love to be you know part of his books in some way that's great so thank you so much siddharth for coming on the show thank you so much and it's been a pleasure talking to you so that was siddharth jain talking about how his job is basically to be a matchmaker between books and the screen He has made some really bold predictions about where publishing and book to screen are headed by 2030 and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it all pans out. So this series is brought to you by Bound, a company that helps you tell your stories. You can find us at Bound India on our social media platforms and you can check out the video version of this series on our YouTube channel at Bound India. And one thing that I really want to know is what is your favorite book to screen adaptation? You can let us know in the comments or you can DM us on our social media platforms but we're dying to know what you think about book to screen adaptations. For more predictions about the publishing industry, you can check out our free research document on demystifying Indian publishing and if you're looking to get your work publishing ready, you can check out our writing mentorship program and our editing services. The links for all of these are in the description below. Thank you for tuning in to the book people. I'm Ashwarya and I'll be back next week with a new guest and a new question to explore. Until then, keep reading.